Welcome to Mornings with Ken, heard Monday through Friday at 5.45 a.m. And once in a while, maybe a Saturday show. Hey, good Monday morning. I hope everybody's doing well. Hey, did you get a good night's sleep last night on Sunday? You know, experts say on Sunday nights, getting ready for work on Monday, you should go to bed a little bit earlier. Don't try to stretch your weekend out by staying up late Sunday night. Try to go to bed like an hour earlier. You'll feel better in the morning. That's what the experts say. So Sunday night, you want to go to bed a little bit earlier so you can be prepared for Monday morning. So what does it look like to get a good night's sleep? Well, I found a few interesting things. Um, first, the experts say, shut down the blue lights. And you know what that is, the blue lights. Computer screen, television screen, your iPhone, your iPad, your video games. Get off those blue screens. A minimum of two hours before you go to bed. So two hours before you go to bed, shut all electronics down. Read a book. Read a book or actually talk to somebody in the same house. <laughs> that that'll be a change, huh? And it's going to be hard to do, though. Like, two hours before bedtime, don't have any lights, like, screens on. Get rid of the screens two hours before bed. I mean, I'm still looking at my screen when I'm laying in bed. That's awful. Awful. But they say it really helps is when you shut down the... Uh, Devices, shut them off. And also, if you have one of those clocks in your bedroom that shines a light, you know, the, the red light, if you still have one of those clocks that when it goes off, it goes bonk, 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 bonk. Yeah, they're saying to cover that light over, like put a towel over it, or don't use those kind of clocks if it, it shines lights. You want to get your room as dark as possible. And uh, if you can get some of those uh, special curtains, the blackout curtains, put blackout curtains in your bedroom. You want to make your bedroom as dark as possible. And uh, another suggestion is writing down your thoughts before you go to bed. So if you got stuff running through your head before you go to bed, Get a little pad, write down what you're worried about. Like, oh, you know what? Tomorrow I can't forget. I got to go by to the store because we're out of a few things. So write it down before you go to bed. And then write down maybe, oh, I don't forget. I got to meet so-and-so at, at three o'clock. Write that stuff down. Whatever you're, Whatever's going through your mind, write it down on paper. That way you don't have to think about forgetting something you wrote it down right right next to your your bed on your stand you have it written down so it's getting it out of your mind you don't have to think about man i better not forget i got to do that tomorrow or you know what i really need what day am i going to sit down and go over the budget oh, i'm going to do that on wednesday wednesday write it down so you kind of organize your thoughts before you go to bed empty your head of thoughts before you go to bed because that's one thing you can especially do 
on Sunday night as you look forward to uh, Monday morning to start off your week. Because you don't want to start off Monday on the wrong foot. You want to start off Monday, you know, with your best foot forward and, and you just start your week beautifully. No problems, no issues. But you got you got to get the proper amount of sleep, which is six to eight hours. Turn off those blue light screens. Cover up those lights in your bedroom, the alarm clock, or, or choose a different type of alarm clock that doesn't require like shine light. I know there for a while the clocks were popular, where they, they had the shining red light, but you could also shine it on the ceiling, so you could see the time. Like if you woke up in the middle of the night, you would see what time it is on the ceiling. That was a bad idea for many reasons. I mean, who wants to wake up in the middle of the night, say you weren't sleeping well, and you want, you open your eyes and there it is on you, oh my gosh, it's 4.45. I got to get up in less than an hour and I haven't slept all night. That was a horrible invention, whoever did that. That was horrible. I don't want to know what time it is until I have to get up. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was really bad. And uh, don't forget to write down your thoughts, too. So, hey, that's just a good way to get your day started. And uh, I know you're getting your day started with me. And I'm glad you stopped by. I'm always glad you guys stopped by. I'm shocked, pleasant, you know, pleasantly surprised of how many people stopped by and uh, listen to me rant every morning. So, But I do appreciate it. I hope you got your cup of coffee and your virtual donut. And uh, let's take our first break. And then when we come back, we'll get our day started. Be right back. Mornings with Ken. A great way to start your day. No need to be gray. I won't let your mind decay. Sit right down, coffee in hand. A virtual donut sure would be grand. Don't misunderstand, lose weight if you can, it's all part of my plan. With friends like you to start my day, it makes me smile that you're here to stay. Today's weather, a high of 66 degrees and a low of 39 degrees. Welcome back. Hey, how'd you like my uh, my newest rap song? Did you like that? Oh yeah, that's coming out uh, on CD probably in the fall. Uh, yeah, my rap CD, Be Prepared, Save Your Money. Um, it's going to be kind of expensive, but uh, you'll buy my first rap CD. No, I'm just kidding. Could you imagine a whole CD of Ken rapping? How horrible that is. 
Man, I know I cannot rap. That that was so horrible. Oh, man. Hey, Cardio Monday. So I was reading that uh, if, you, if you are one who's a little bit inconsistent exercising in the morning, uh, they suggest that at least get your cardio in on Monday. Because chances are, if you start your Monday with cardio, you're more likely to at least do three days of cardio. But if you skip Monday, you're most likely only to get one or two days of cardio in. So it was a real study done where people that start Monday out with cardio in the morning are more likely to at least get at least get three days in of cardio during the week. And they say it's important to do the cardio in the morning. It Fat burning does a lot better in the morning than it does if you do cardio later in the day. Because what happens is your body spent, unfortunately your body spent a little bit of work at night breaking down the food that you just ate. Especially if you eat late at night. Don't eat late at night. But what your body's doing at night, it's it's working on that food that's in your system. It's in your belly. So when you get up and you do cardio in the morning, it's quicker and easier to burn that fat away. So they highly suggest do cardio early in the morning. And again, especially on Mondays because you're more likely to do cardio more often in the morning before work. It, and it's really in, important. Like I say, I think it sets a good habit too. Now look, I'm telling you this and I don't even do these things. But I'm telling you because maybe you do better than I am. Than, than what I do. How I don't take care of my body. But I know some of you guys out there really take care of your bodies. But... um I need to be doing these things. And cardio really does help burn. And they also, I read where the human body, it still goes back. Your body still wants you to be like we were when we were had no homes to live in. We were chasing food every daily, every day. There was no frozen section at the grocery store there was no grocery store you know your the human body wants to revert back to when man had to run and chase down its food and kill it and then spend energy you know gutting the animal and you know getting the meat out of it so your body in the morning is is wired to go chase food down. Your body is wired to get your metabolism up. So doing the cardio, your metabolism up, and it's like you're going to go hunt for food. You're going to run after that uh, deer and throw a spear at it like they did, um, you know, years ago when there were no guns and, you know, there was... There was no place to go buy food. You had to go hunt your food. So the human body still wants to revert itself in the morning to be a hunter and a gatherer. Hunt for the food, 
gather the, the fruits and vegetables from the trees. So that's how the human body is built for a mor morning workout. Because you, you think about it, back before the days when you bought food, you had to go hunt for it. You had to get up early in the morning and start, you know, maybe the women stayed close to the, you know, the settlement and the men went out and spent most of the day out, you know, trying to bring down wild game for food, you know, with bow and arrows or whatever they could make, whatever, you know, whatever type of weapons they had was to chase down the animals most of the day, then come home later in the evening and gut the animal and have the women help prepare for the meal. So that's why everybody was skinny back then, too. If you think about it, we were hunters and gatherers trying to hunt hunt for our food. But we don't hunt anymore. We, <laughs> we sit on our couches and we get on our phone and we, and we call uh, Uber Eats and uh or whatever the other one is and uh we we have the food brought to us we we don't even get up off the couch and go to the kitchen and make it we have we literally have uber eats um go get the food for us bring it to our door we pop open the box or whatever kind of container it is and boom there we are eating and stuffing ourselves and our fat butts are still sitting on the couch. Oh man, how we've come a long way. We've come a long way. Boy, is that is that something else? So no wonder uh, us Americans are so fat. I'm fat. You're not fat. I'm fat. Oh gosh. But um, an another thing to do in the morning. And we all know this because our moms have told us this for years. Our mothers have told us this. You got to eat a good breakfast in the morning. You got to fuel up. And again, this probably goes back to when humans had to really get up and get ready to go chase that food. You know, they I don't know, but they probably had to whatever food they had left over from the night before, or as they're going out to the fields or the woods to go look for the food, probably eating berries or whatever they can get their hands on because they're going to need that energy to go hunt, hunt that uh, food. So you got to eat a big breakfast and think about it. You're starting the day. You're going to need calories in your system. You're going to need calories in your system it helps wake your body up. If you're going to eat sugar, at least eat sugar in the morning. You know, I know we shouldn't eat it at all, but but um, any any your heavy food, your heavy meal should be at breakfast. If you want to eat sausage, egg, and bacon and toast and whatever, have a big breakfast. Breakfast should be your biggest meal of the day not the dinner. Um, I recall talking to a friend of mine who was from another country. Very, very good guy. And he was telling me how us Americans have everything so backwards. 
we we don't eat a good breakfast, but we eat a heavy dinner, and then we go to bed on that stomach with all that food in it. And no wonder we don't sleep well because our body's trying to work off that food. So our body's in motion inside, you know, our intestines, but we're trying to make ourselves go to sleep, but the body needs to, you know. So we really have it backwards. Our biggest meal needs to be the breakfast meal. For one, if you eat in the morning a big breakfast, it's going to decrease your appetite for the rest of the day. So you're not going to really feel hungry. Chances are you're not going to get that mid-morning snack in the break room out of the vending machine because you had a good breakfast and you're going to be like, oh man, I feel good. I'm stuffed. Boy, you know, you'll probably make it all the way to lunchtime without trying to get a mid-morning snack by, you know, eating a good breakfast. And uh, the other part of that is eating a big breakfast, it gives your body the time then to work off the calories. So you're eating a big breakfast, then you're getting ready for work. Even those little things like taking a shower, you know, walking to get clothes out of the, whatever. It gives you a little bit of time to work off those calories. Then you get in the car, you drive to your place of employment, you get out, you're walking down the hallway to your office or to, to the plant, to the warehouse, to the factory floor, wherever. You're walking, you're moving, you're lifting things, and you're burning those calories off that you just had for breakfast. So you're got a good meal going on in the morning now you got all day to start burning some of those calories off then at lunch they they suggest a small just a small lunch small lunch you don't need that much because you're going to be eating dinner later so just a small a very small lunch and uh you know you'll make it through the rest of the day and then when you go home you can have a regular meal if you want. Smaller than your breakfast meal, though. Smaller than your breakfast meal. That that probably that's the most proper way to eat, and and it really makes sense if you really think about it. What what they're saying really makes sense. Burn off those calories as you go throughout your day. After work, have a regular, you know, meal. Not really large smaller than your breakfast and uh, they say that you'll really see the weight come off if you do those things so this is all about doing these things especially early in the week starting out on Monday start this pattern on a Monday and hopefully it flows into Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday so that's some good stuff. And the last point they make is don't work for the weekend. Come on, you know the Lover Boy song. Everybody's working for the weekend. Everybody, da 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 da. No, don't work for the weekend. Enjoy every moment of every day, every second of every day. Don't keep thinking, oh man, it's only Tuesday. 
Oh, it's 2.35 on a Tuesday. I got to work till 5. And it's only Tuesday. And Wednesday. Oh, when's the weekend going to come? Don't live for the weekend. Live for each day, each moment. Think about it. While you, even while you're at work, you know, you may be thinking, man, I can't wait to get this day over with so I can go home. Okay, go home to what? What are you going? What are you in a hurry to go home for? What are you in a hurry to go home for? Enjoy your moment at work. Have fun at work if you can. You know, do your work. Be responsible. Get the work done. Be a good employee. Get the work done. But and try to enjoy most of the day if you, as you can. If you're in a position where um, you can, you're work working with somebody, and you're not interrupting your workflow, but you can chit chat with your coworker. Um, you know, whatever. Have fun with whoever you're working with, as long as you're. Excuse me. Sorry about that. As long as your your hands or the activity that you're supposed to be doing continues, try to have a little fun. Don't think that fun is only meant for home. You know, you could have small discussions. You can talk to one another. So enjoy every second of your day. Don't look like work is work and home is home. No, they're all one and the same. If you think of it that way. Have the change your mindset. Think of work as just like being home. You have you have friends, you have coworkers. Enjoy each other. As I know some people are hard to work with. <laughs> Believe me, I know. But get out of the mindset of two separate things, work and home. Now when you get home, enjoy your family, you know, and of course, enjoy your family. But when you're at work, enjoy your day. Maybe, you know, instead of going to the break room at, at break time, get outside. Go outside, even if it's only for a few minutes. Get outside, you know, listen for the birds. Listen for things, you know. Just take a, a nice breath of fresh air. Right, yank that mask off if you have to wear a mask at work. Yank that mask off. Breathe in the fresh air outside. Take a few minutes to listen to the sounds. See the sights that there is outside, whatever it is. You know, so enjoy every moment of your day. Live it out every day. Hey, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Umbrellas in the mitts, putting on the ritz. 
Have you seen the well-to-do up and down Park Avenue? And now for your joke of the day. If you're an American when you go in the bathroom and you're American when you come out of the bathroom, what are you when you're in the bathroom? European. So a quick review. Sunday night, the night before, go to bed early, shut off the blue lights, get rid of the clocks with shining lights, and write your thoughts down. Number two, cardio. At least do it on Mondays so it sets the tone for the rest of the week. Three, eat a big breakfast every day. Make that That's your biggest meal of the day. And four, don't work for the weekend. Um, enjoy every second of the day. And that kind of leads us to this other um, subject matter. Because if you do those things, you're getting your daily um, routines in. So it's helping you manage your time a little bit too. So, but speaking of the time, I was interesting to see, according to the government statistics, how the average American spends their time. What is eating up the average American's time? And it was kind of fascinating. So there, um, this uh, graph that I saw is doing it in years. So the average person's lifespan. So over your over your lifespan, you're going to spend 26 of your years sleeping from your total lifespan. So 26 years of your time on earth is going to be spent sleeping. This is interesting. Seven years, seven years of your life is spent trying to fall to sleep. Seven years of your life, you're spending trying to fall asleep. So that's, uh, so was that 33 years, basically? <clears throat> 33 years, it's somewhat all related to sleep. 33 years of your life. 33 of your life, 33 years of your life has something to do with sleep. Isn't that crazy? All right. 13 years of your life are spent at work. 13 years of your life is spent at work. But really, it's going to go up by a year because they think... Um, according to U.S. government statistics, that the average worker is at least giving up one year of their life throughout their lifespan to unpaid time at work. So that may include, you know, sometimes you were trying to get um, some of your work done before you left, before the other shift came in, or maybe you wanted to clean up or whatever. So you stayed over 10 minutes on one day, Maybe another day you didn't clock out to five after because you were trying to, you know, clean up or do a project, get a project done real quick, or someone asked you to hurry up and go get this real quick for them. So 
That's an hour of your lifetime you spend at work unpaid. I'm sorry, not an hour. A year of your life you spend at work during unpaid hours. So a total lifespan of 14 years. 14 years at work. So... Wow, that's amazing. Um, the next biggest category, which is shameful. Shame, shame, shame. Eight and a quarter hours of watching television. Really, that's just television. That's just television. The actual, you know, old thing that used to hang on the wall or sit on the floor. Yeah, that thing... Eight and a quarter years of your life is setting in front of a TV screen. Mm, mm, mm. And I like how they separated it. Social media. That, that, now, that could be watching a TV on your phone, a movie on your phone. But even so, social media, you know, all the apps that you open up. Three years of your life is spent looking at social media. Oh, man, that should make you feel awful. It makes me feel awful. Am I really spending that much time on social media? If I am, I'm going to back off. I'm backing off on that. Wow. Three years on social media. All right. And one you can't avoid. You can't avoid this one. Eating four and a half years of eating. <laughs> can you imagine can you imagine doing that straight nonstop if it was an actual four straight four straight years, four and a half years of constantly eating? But of course it's broken up over a lifespan. But four and a half years of doing nothing but eating. Isn't that amazing? Four and a half years of eating. Um now here's some other ones we should be kind of ashamed of only one year of exercising throughout our whole lifespan. It's still a lot if you think about it, but exercising will cost us one years of our one year of our life. We will have exercise for a year straight, basically exercising, hmm. socializing. So with family or friends, being able to be in the same room and talk to one another, socializing. We'll spend a whole year socializing in our lifespan. Wow. That's, don't you wish that could be bigger, though? Having time with friends and family. And vacationing, or as they say, a holiday, three years. Three years of our life will be spent vacationing. Don't you wish that was bigger? <laughs> that that was more time? Vacationing and socializing? Those are some of the lowest ones. That's, it, boy, it makes me, it makes me sad because it's, I want those two things to be more, you know, forget the TV watching and social media Let's socialize more with one another and go on vacation more with one another. 
Um, boy, the work, work, and, and, and that's just the way it is. You can't avoid work. You're, most of your time, well, no, most of your time is spent sleeping, 26 years of sleeping. 26 years of sleeping. Wink, van, winkle, right? Wink, van, winkle. Um, and then the biggest other category was working. So your biggest categories, sleeping and working, takes most of your life away. Wow. Wow. Boy, I wish we could vacation more and socialize more. But you have to work. You got to work to uh, make a living. There's no getting around that. But I just thought that was interesting. And uh, so I think that's why it's valuable to get your daily life and your weekly life set so you can find time, time to enjoy doing the things that you want to do. Spending time with family. You know, you're, you, you, of course, you're going to be working and you're going to be sleeping. But if you have a kind of a routine, a schedule, you can enjoy yourself enjoy the moments of your day so much better when you have things planned out you know your eating habits you know your exercising habits your sleep pattern it's so it's it, it's going to help you save those seconds and minutes and hours so you can find more enjoyment in life instead of just working and sleeping so I think planning is a key. And I think millennials, I think, from my observance, they're doing pretty good at this. They're getting better. They're better than, than us older folks. Because they are n not on their phone. I mean, this is generally speaking... They're cutting back on, on, on texting and they're really paying attention to how valuable time is. So it's it's good for them. Good for them. Maybe we can learn a lesson off the millennials. Man, in the past couple of weeks, I've been very kind to millennials. But I've been reading a lot about what they believe in and what they do are doing. And some of it's rather good. So some of us older people um, probably need to uh, you know, take some advice from them in some areas. So congratulations to you, many, you millennials. You guys are doing good in, in some areas. So thank you. Thank you. Teach us how to, to be more like you. <laughs> all right, guys, that's all I got for today. Thank you so much for stopping by. I hope this was beneficial to you. If it was, please tell a friend, please tell a friend about the show. And, uh, Hey, I, I don't do this for money. I don't do it for uh, anything, really. I do it to, it's a mental health thing for me. It helps get things off my mind. And so I only do it for myself and you guys. So if you enjoy it, pass it on. Hey, have a great week. I hope you start your Monday out well. And uh, let's meet back here tomorrow, see what else we can uh, discuss. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Because